Good evening, everybody. I'm Mark. And I'm Britton. And today, uh, we're going to start a little devious plan I have to hurt Britain. Uh, um, <laughs> everything's to hurt Britain. Everything's to hurt Britain. Now, today's movie is Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Yep. Uh, like the... I don't know about... Well, I think we discussed this beforehand. Uh, Harry Potter came a little bit after my time. The book came out uh, when I was 13. Uh, the movie came out when I was, what, 16? 16, 16. Yeah. And it kind of it kind of flew by, and I never never really got into the series. Not that I, you know, I'm critical of it. It yeah. just, just wasn't for me. I, I was pretty much the same way because I didn't hear about the books until the movie came out. Um, and then the movie came out, and I was like, I'm not going to start reading these books. This is kid stuff, you know? Yeah. And I'm not a kid. I'm I'm 16. I'm almost a man, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm reading Stephen King. Yeah, I, that's, that's real stuff. That's you know? real stuff with, you know, cursing. Yeah, I mean, I still like Stephen King. Oh, yeah, I like it, but, too. But <laughs> uh, if Stephen King wrote Harry Potter, like, the scene in the sewers a... would be just a lot different. Well, uh, we're not going to talk. But uh, anyway. I, I have a feeling that's an it reference. We yes, won't be discussing is. any further. So... Like, I really didn't uh, read the Harry Potter books until I was a little bit older. But, you know, uh, I think we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. Britain never really... I don't know how many of the movies Britain's seen, if any of them. Uh, let's see. Uh, I, I was a projectionist for a while. Yep. Uh, and I think... Hmm, that's tough. I, I pretty much have projected all of them, but I think watched none of them. Okay. So, um, let's just dive right on in. We're actually going to be... Uh, hopefully going through all of them throughout the upcoming weeks and mm -hmm, months. Mm -hmm, uh, but mm -hmm. uh, let's just get started with the first one. Okie dokie. Um, so Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, or as it's known in uh, everywhere else, the, the Philosopher's Stone. Yeah. Um, this, uh, this book series, I mentioned before, like I did not even start until... Uh, I was well in my 20s, um, uh, but we're going to let you describe what the movie is about, and then I'll tell personal stories later. All right, so uh, in the beginning of the movie, some bearded man in a robe starts uh, turning off all the street lights and is holding a... Is he holding the baby? No, he's not no, holding he's the not. baby. The other bearded uh, man has a baby. And then all of a sudden, another bearded man, uh, Mary Poppins, his way into the scene, driving a... Uh, was it a motorcycle or yep. a bicycle? It was a motorcycle. And, uh, yeah, and they then they just dump this baby at this house and leave, for all intents and purposes. Really? They didn't even knock on the door? No. Like, they just left a baby on the doorstep? Not even in a basket? No, they was... just left him on the, uh, the doormat. Like, uh, I imagine that the real story of Harry Potter, uh, is kind of like... Uh, the beginning of Kung Pao, where a little yeah. baby just crawls out and just starts <laughs> rolling down the hill, and eventually gets adopted by uh, yeah. Uncle Vernon and, and uh, like a suit, like the he was subject to abuse the moment Dumbledore let him go. Uh, yeah, as soon as, as soon it was as Dumbledore turned around, it was like, well, we're gonna make this kid's life shit for yeah. as far as we as long as we can. And and so yeah, over the over the years that. Uh, you know, the, the, I guess his aunt and uncle just made Harry this little bitch <laughs> that, uh, lives under the staircase, which I'm not gonna lie, that looked comfy. Oh yeah, it looked That like looked real, like, I'm not, like, I'm not saying that's gonna be my bedroom, but if I want a good book read, I think under the staircase is a good place. I mean, I think it looked very, very cozy. The only bad part is, uh, is, like... Oh, the stomping. The stomping, and if you've ever had... Uh, if you ever had noisy neighbors yeah. um, in an apartment complex, you'll know that that can be like 
a problem. People stomping around, slamming oh, yeah. doors and shit like and that. And it's a family of fat people. Well, except the mom. But, like, yeah. the, the dad's heavy and so is the kid. So, you know, they're stomping. Well, I mean, the kid's really only, like... He's... He's movie heavy, you know. Oh, yeah. We're like, oh, he's fat. I'm like, no, he's not. Actually, he's a, no. He's a normal looking kid, you know. Yeah, actually, I was probably about as, uh, I was probably about as pudgy as him at his age. I think he just has a round face. And uh, but and also he's got square ears, and you have to remember that through later movies. I won't. Yep, because he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, go on with your with your sum up. Uh, so, eventually, an owl visits, and then, uh, you know, to deliver a invitation to Hogwarts, and, uh, the, the family's having none of it. So, they get rid of the letters, and all of a sudden, all the owls deliver their letters, and hijinks ensue. Uh, then, uh, you know, at the end, uh, Hag Hagrid comes and busts down the door and, you know, puts a pig spell on the kid and, uh, the fat kid, uh, fat in quotes, yeah. uh, and, uh... Yeah, and they leave. Yeah, and then he goes to the magical land of Hogwarts. And it's pretty much Victorian England with magic. It is, that's, really the whole thing is, um, the whole movie is basically like, look how cool magic school is compared to your school. Yeah. Oh, at the end, like, oh, guess what, uh, the evil wizard is trying to come back. Oh, you stopped him. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that, that you know, stopping the he who must be not be mentioned uh, was really more of a footnote. Uh, the rest of it was Quidditch and hijinks. Yeah, really, it's uh, it's funny because as the movies and really as the books uh, went and progressed, like a lot of them had the same uh, basic structure where it's like, all right, you have uh, you know, you, you, oh, you're here for another year. Uh, mm -hmm. We're gonna start out with uh, the same thing, you know, kind of <clears throat> like we're gonna have a little bit of hijinks, the, yeah. the school year's gonna go by, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, by the way, there's, you didn't realize, but there was this plot all along that you're now <laughs> caught up in the middle of. Yeah, someone wants to kill you, I hope you don't mind. And then that, that's kind of how all of them go, and even went to the point where it was almost ridiculous, like, we know half of the school is dead, we know the evil <laughs> wizard's back, but we gotta do some hijinks and some quidditch and everything will be fine. You know, it was kind like, I kind of want to know how Hogwarts dealt with the COVID virus. Oh, they didn't have to worry about it. You don't it. think so? Well, you think they, uh, they mag magic, magicated the, uh, virus away? No, they were all dead. They're, they were very oh, susceptible. I <laughs> <laughs> they didn't believe in vaccines? Yeah, yeah. They, they were like, the magic will protect us, and it didn't, so. So it's just, it's just, uh, it's a ghost town in that school. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. Yeah, and eventually it was torn down in order to, you know, for cheap condos. Uh, it got torn down, but they put up, like, a Starbucks there, yeah. so everything. That's got, a big Starbucks. It bites your head off, man. <laughs> so one thing I do want to point out as we were watching the movie, because, um, now I think is a proper time for me to tell the story of I didn't start w reading Harry Potter until uh -huh. uh, I was in my mid twenties um, because I bought the Lego Harry Potter game because mm. I was a fan of the Lego video games <laughs> and I was like yeah this is actually kind of fun like I yeah. didn't like Harry Potter but I like Lego so I was like you know this might be cool and my friend was like if you like the game I have the books I'm like nah and he's like come on yeah because like, nah. those are the same. Uh, yeah, and so eventually I, I I gave in and I read the first three books and I'm like, this ain't bad. So I bought the fourth one and then I just kept on reading them and I was like, uh, by the end I was like, okay, I'm sold. This is fun. This is good. I like it. Yeah, I I, I wish I was a, a little bit younger so I could have enjoyed it. Or maybe I I wish it came out a little bit late later. No, 
no, if it, that wouldn't have worked. But yeah, I wish it would came out a little bit earlier. Uh, maybe about five years earlier, I probably would have been a, a Harry Potter fan. Yeah, so um, one thing I did like while we were watching this movie was uh, every now and again, I did find very endearing. You had questions about it like, oh, and what, what's this thing? What's this deal? You know, like... Well, why can't they say his name? You know, why can't they? And I'm like, oh, I've got all the, I've got all the answers you need for you, this. You, you actually have been my guide. You know, yeah. you, you've been the, uh, the footnotes of this movie the entire time. Like I was a font of knowledge. You were the pop-up video of Harry Potter. And uh, so I was like, ah, oh, don't worry, this, this is a, this is going to be a spoiler. But yes, the owl does die. <laughs> oh, spoiler <laughs> alert! I, I kind of figured they would kill the like. I didn't know if they would kill the owl, but, you know, I knew that, you know, for dramatic effect that they probably would eventually. Like, I will say that, uh, starting with book four, but, uh, you know, yeah, starting with book four, going through the rest of the series, but really five, six, and seven. Yeah. Like, for a kid's series, it becomes a bloodbath. It's kind of, kind of interesting. Yeah, well, by then, I think, uh, I, I think, uh, J.K. Rowling was assuming that kids have... Yeah, the, the, her fan base had grown up. Yeah. And, uh... I, I gave the first book to my nephew, who was, I think, in the fourth grade at the time. Yeah. And, because I was reading the books, and he was like, Wow, that looks cool, but I can't read, Dad. I'm like, can you read? And he's like, yeah. So I'm like, you can read this. So, he's like, that's way too... Because it was like the Bible. It was yeah. a huge book. And he's like, there's no way I can... So I gave him the first one. I'm like, look how small this book is. You can read this. Yeah. And he ended up reading all seven of them, uh... Uh, and within the school year, and he got like nice. a, he got a special award from the teacher because he was the only kid who did that. And that's like huh. like book I think yeah, good book, for him. Book four I think uh, is like over six hundred and seventy pages long. You know, nice. So yeah, he was uh, he he was really into them. Uh, how old was he? Uh, fourth grade, third grade, something yeah, like ten, that. Ten, yeah, ten, yeah, ten, nine or ten. Yeah, that's the perfect age. That's what I said. I was like, this is a like crack for kids. Like, yeah, I know. Uh, this is this is what you need. So, uh, yeah, it does get a lot darker as it goes on, which I kind of like, um, but it is kind of juxtaposed with, like, like silly things as in, like, oh, no, the, the, the evil wizard's back. He's already killing people. Now let's play some Quidditch. <laughs> so, uh, like, it is, there is a little bit of a tone lurch, uh, but... I, I have a feeling Hogwarts is, like, one of those uh, kind of rural high school towns. Like, uh, yeah, the the town that ha invests literally everything the town has into local high school sports. Oh, like the Friday Night Lights kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, something like that. And that's what, uh, that's what Quidditch is. <laughs> like, everyone is invested in Quidditch, even when there's a murder. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, all right, we, we have the... I know we have the big Quidditch tournament coming up, but we also can't turn down the fact that half of our staff was murdered today. Yeah. <laughs> but... But we want to see that game. Yeah, it's Slytherin versus Gryffindor. Well, we, All right. Yeah, I guess we can't turn them down for that. It's yep. Slytherin Gryffindor. Yeah, unfortunately, part of Gryffindor is no longer with us, so Slytherin does have the advantage. Uh, what do you think, John? Oh, see, what, what, what Harry's got to do is he, <laughs> he's got to come and there's a snitch right there, but boom, <laughs> it's over here now. He's got to follow that and make it all the way through to the end. Here's a guy who has to follow a, a gold ball all day. <laughs> but he's got a broom and he's got the best broom in the business. So, that would be... Uh, I don't know. I would watch John Madden uh, talk over Quidditch. you got to be kidding me. Of course I would. Like, he was... 
he was still, I think, announcing when, uh, he was still announcing Monday Night Football when the movies first came out. Like, oh, yeah. Like, you can't tell me that they couldn't just have a special feature of him doing just, like, fun play-by-plays of this sport. It would be ridiculous not to. I don't know. I think he, he's a little bit like Kelly Bundy, where... Uh, he has so much football in his brain that if you put more information, something else is going to leak out. <laughs> That's true. He's just reading from a script, though. <laughs> That's true. Um, but yeah, I, I always say that, uh, I always talk about John Madden because, as, as you guys might not know, um, I'm, uh, I love sports. I watch sports, sports, mm-hmm. sports. I love it. Uh, <clears throat> I used to watch Monday Night Football all the time, and I yep. love John Madden, and I'm just like... This man knows so much about football that he cannot express it in words. <laughs> like, he tries to get it out, and he just can't most of the time. It, it, it's, he's kind of like Rain Man in that way. Like, like he, he he knows more about sports than he does normal human interaction. Yeah, like, he doesn't know how much a, uh, a, a bar of chocolate costs, but he can tell you what college uh, Vince Young graduated from. When he met the president, he smacked him on the ass. <laughs> good one, good game, good game. <laughs> Uh, good bill, good bill. Good election you got there. You know, we're going into the election. I thought that this guy wasn't going to be able to pull it off. But deep in the end, you know, late in the fourth quarter, he came out and he was able to really make some moves. <laughs> yes. God bless John Madden. Yes, I, I would, I would love to see him just do anything nowadays like bring some joy back into our lives like doesn't even have to be sports i want to see him do ballet stuff <laughs> uh well with ai technology and uh, uh you, you, and there's probably thousands if not hundreds of thousands of hours of just john madden's voice recorded mm-hmm. uh there would be no it would not be that difficult to make an ai version of his voice Ooh, that would be that'd be weird i don't know if i would i don't know if i would like to listen to a John Madden that wouldn't be able to find all the traffic lights. <laughs> like, that would be... That would be kind of weird. Yeah, I, I guess. But, uh... But I guess that would be John but, Madden anyway. I don't know what a traffic light is! <laughs> Here, here's a crosswalk that isn't really painted on the side... On the... On the road! Like, alright, John, don't... don't we'll, we'll do everything else for you. Just talk the football. Uh, <clears throat> But, uh, yeah, well, that's what they did with, uh, I think, Val Kilmer in, uh, the Top Gun sequel. Uh, since he, I think he had that tracheotomy or something like that, he doesn't really have a voice anymore, and they, mm-hmm. uh, they recreated it using AI. Oh, that's interesting. That's cool. Yeah. It's good that, uh, that means that, uh, Val Kilmer can still Act. do, yeah, can still do work, um, which is cool. Uh, he's a Batman, you know. Yeah. Batman's well, forever. He, he he was a Batman. Don't take that from him. Don't uh, take I, that from Val it, Kilmer. It, it, he was a, he was an all right. I think he was a better Bruce Wayne than a Batman. But uh, uh, I can say he, I can say that of the four Batman, I guess Batman, the Batman of the of that era, the Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, and Batman and Robin. Yeah. Uh, Batman Forever is probably my least favorite of him because I, I I like Batman and Robin. For not the reasons I'm supposed to, yeah, but maybe the reasons I'm supposed to. I don't know if the movie was intentionally made I, to just kind of be sh- campy. Like, yeah, you know, uh, Joel Schumacher never told us, and they took it with the to the grave with him. Yeah, I get. Wait, Joel Schumacher died? Yeah, he died. Oh, that's a shame. It is. I, he died a few years ago too. Jeez, I, I've been I've been so out of the loop. Now, what are you going to tell me next? That uh, I'm trying to think of a fa- like, what is Vincent Price dead too? 
Harpo Marx, are these people dead? That's yes. Yes. What? I just saw a movie with, with Vincent Price in it the other day. What, what movie? It was, I don't know, from the 60s. <laughs> it was Scream and Scream Again. He was alive and well then, why isn't he alive and well now? Yeah. You have an object permanence problem, don't you? Who said that? <laughs> I just see eyes behind a microphone, I'm threatened. <laughs> I just know that I have to- I have to keep on talking lest these eyes come closer. <laughs> All I know is I don't see a face. <laughs> oh, I recognize you now. Oh, you got- uh, you moved away from the microphone. <laughs> Britain, when did you get here? I've been here the whole time. Who are you? <laughs> so. Harry, let's go back to yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah, I know, we already ran off topic. Yeah, we don't, we don't want to go too far off topic. Um, so actually, since this is- this whole thing is a backdoor scheme to make you watch the movies that you don't want to watch. <clears throat> yes. Um, I want to know what your thoughts are for the first Harry Potter, then I'll talk about my thoughts for the first Harry Potter. Uh, that- hmm. Well, it, it's obviously... I'm not the target demographic. Of course, yeah. Uh, of this film, but from what I saw, there was a lot of... Uh, you know, a lot of whimsy, a lot of, uh, fun, and, and it, you know, the characters were good, the writing was alright for the, the age group, uh, there was a lot of intrigue, mm -hmm. uh, I especially liked that, uh, you know, Harry Potter goes from this nobody living in, uh, living under the stairs to this kind of major celebrity amongst, uh, his peers, mm -hmm. and, uh, I, I kind of, you know, it's kind of that chosen one scenario, like Neo or something like or that, Anakin. where or Anakin, where uh, you're, you're, you know, you're famous and powerful too fast, and uh, thankfully he doesn't go down the dark side path that we know of. That's true. Like <clears throat> we could write our Harry Potter fan fiction where yeah. he becomes the uh, he becomes the like he works with Voldemort to. Uh, you know, to, to kind of end all wizard kind and everything. Well, we were we were kind of discussing uh, before we started the podcast whether or not Dumbledore sent him on uh, you know a bunch of other missions or things to do uh, that got him killed, and he would just phoenix, uh, yeah. <laughs> just phoenix him back without and uh, you know take the uh, cum memories out of his brain yeah, with his uh, yeah. <laughs> with his and uh, and just kind of like oh nope 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 don't worry about that. Here you. Uh, you just went to sleep. Like, yeah, you guys beat that troll. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't- I remember that. You don't remember a lot of things. You don't remember, uh, stabbing the troll and then, like, the troll getting hit on the head and, you know, you guys fighting it? No. Well, you did, so just <laughs> Um, also, uh, I have to keep an eye on it because you brought up some very good points as a first-timer that yeah. maybe Dumbledore is intentionally setting this up so that Harry's a pawn. And, it, like, I know that, though in my knowledge of the series, that yeah. it, it it does kind of feel like that a lot of times. Well, it, it, a lot of, yeah, a lot of times it feels like, oh, well, we need exactly three chess pieces here. Yeah. And, or, <laughs> or we need exactly, like, for whatever scenario they're in, they always seem to have the right amount of knowledge or the right amount of know-how like, or, or the thing they seem to be the right people for the scenario in every scenario. Like when uh when Madam I'm assuming it's Madam Pomfrey sets up the uh uh the uh, the broom for the key, you know. Yeah. And it's like Dumbledore had to look at that be like uh, she probably had a different idea like how about for this is like no 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 no. How about we have it be like a snitch. We have the key be like a snitch. Yeah. That'll be a hard thing to catch, right? 
Well, Harry could do it. Oh, Harry, he'll never get down here. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Oh, and make sure that the chess pieces are there, because Ron... Because uh, so, people know how to play chess, and chess is good. Yeah. So... <clears throat> I, I have a feeling Neville Longbottom was the test subject for a lot of these puzzles. <laughs> like, there were a lot of puzzles that didn't work that uh, ended up hurting him. <laughs> he... Th there are... There are many students that uh, that didn't make it through the first year. <laughs> like, there's, you know, even though Neville Lombottom, like, you, that you you said that he feasibly could have been the chosen one, mm -hmm. uh, and the reason he's not is because he's put, in, you know, he's put through this gauntlet by Dumbledore <laughs> in order to uh, uh, make things ready for Harry Potter. Like, I imagine they keep on, like, erasing his memory, you know, and <laughs> by the end of the last movie, it's just his brain is completely is as smooth as a marble, because everything's been erased so much. But, you know, for some reason, he always has this slight look of worry on his face <laughs> he can never explain. <laughs> he has nightmares, but he doesn't know he doesn't know why he's waking up screaming. Like, the, he has nightmares of, of scenarios he's never he has no memory of. It's like, you know how they say you can't dream of somebody you've never met, or you yeah. can't dream of a place you've never been? Yeah. Like, his dreams are filled with places he's never been, <laughs> and things he's never seen before. And, and people he's never met. Yeah, and, like... Who all want to kill him. And it's all because of, all because of that brainwashing. Yeah. <laughs> and he just wakes up just terrified all the time. Like, he is, he thinks he's an anomaly. And <laughs> imagine... Every time he wake, you know, he screams awake from a dream. For some reason, Dumbledore's always there with, you know, ready with a syringe. Don't worry, don't worry, Neville, you'll be fine. We'll get rid of those nasty, nasty memories of yours. <laughs> like, oh, I man, I, it's getting easier and easier every pull. It's like there's, there's no give left. It's, it's like unraveling an old sweater. <laughs> Like, the more I pull, just, wow, it's coming undone very quickly. We need to be careful with this one. Professor, he's starting to become incontinent. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, you're gonna get that. They don't call him Longbottom for nothing. <laughs> yeah, they don't call him Big Dipey Longbottom <laughs> for nothing. Well, I guess it would be England, so nappy. Nappy. Nappy Longbottom. <laughs> A very unfortunate nickname for him during the during the prime school year life. So, uh, me, I've seen this movie a few times. Yeah, um, I saw this in German in German class as well. I saw it in school and I didn't like it uh, when I was in school because I didn't care about Harry Potter and I wasn't yeah. paying attention. It was. Uh, not a substitute teacher day, but it was like one week. I think our teacher just said in chemistry, like, fuck this, I'm done. Yeah. So just. just so it was we, a hangover day. Yeah. Well, it was a hangover week because Monday we started. And it's a long movie. It's two and a half hours. <laughs> so we're watching Harry Potter this week. And then that was it. We watched Harry Potter all week. You said in chemistry? Yeah. It was in chemistry. Huh. Yep. We didn't watch any Harry. No. Yeah. You guys learned. Yeah. We, we watched. Uh,. I think the only thing they let us watch was uh, October Skies, <laughs> and it was only the first half of it. Like, for the first day we watched it, and then we didn't anymore. Like, we had, like, we watched it all the way to the end, Harry no, Potter No, we didn't won. watch that shit. And remember, this was, like, 2002. This movie was, like, like she must Brand have rented it. Yeah, she must have rented it from Blockbuster or something. And like I got the five, I got a week rental, so we're gonna watch it. <laughs> and she's sitting in the back with popcorn, when like, all right, kids, don't forget there's a test uh, next week. But for now, 
Just enjoy Harry Potter. It's either that or like, my goddamn kids won't stop playing this movie over and over. <laughs> I'm bringing this to school. <laughs> They'll never be able to find it. That's why she was just sitting there trying to grade papers in a frantic hurry. Wow. <laughs> like, oh, I can finally get some work done. Go, 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 go. What are you drinking? What are you drinking? Just watch the movie. Shut up. You gotta think, like, we weren't the only chemistry class she had. Yeah. And we were the smart kids. Like the, uh... We were like, like, AP chemistry. <laughs> the, yeah, the funny thing is, is that... When you're a kid, you don't really understand, like... You, you kind of put your teachers on this pedestal. Yeah. Uh, that they're, they're kind of these avatars of... Uh, uh, of intelligence or, yeah, or fonts of knowledge yeah. and power and not without really knowing that they're the same pieces of shit that we are yeah they are humans they're yeah. just like us we are now um they they might not even have their lives as together as us yeah which is a shame because like like, like she, uh, she had probably just scores and scores of tests to grade, and she was just desperate, desperate for a week to catch up. And so she was like, not only am I doing Harry Potter for this week, I'm doing it four times for every class Holy I have. Holy shit. So. You know, I, good for her, though. Yeah, she caught herself back up while you guys are over there learning. Um, yeah. But I remember not liking it when I was in high school, because I was just like, ah, Harry Potter. I don't care about that. Yeah, I remember not being impressed with it. Then again, I didn't know what the hell was going on because it was all in German. And <laughs> I wasn't the best student of German. So, uh... So, nowadays, my review of this movie, or at least my, my feelings of this movie are... It's okay. It's, yeah, it's fine. fine. It's fine. It's not... It's not targeted for me, but... Uh, if I had, if I was forced to watch it, it, you know, with a kid, I would survive. Like, as, as far as the Harry Potter movies go, it's, you know, it's nice to see how it all starts, but, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's finely paced, you know, it's, everything is just straight up fine. It's not my favorite by a long shot, uh, and I, I do think it does get better with every... You know, with every movie that comes out, yeah. this one is just does what it needs to do. Like it sets the world. It, like you said, intrigue and whimsy. That's all yep. we got. Uh, and then they'll just keep on building on it and building on it. My personal favorite, which wasn't at first, I used to hate the third one. Uh, the first oh, time yeah. I saw it, because I was like, wow, of all the movies from the books, this is the one, the least like the book completely. No shit. Like, not major things, but there was a lot of just. Like, little things that happen, like the very last- Don't worry, we'll get to it, Burton, but the very last <laughs> frame of the movie that happens, uh, is a plot point that happened on, like, page, like, 52 in the book or something oh, ridiculous. It's like, something ridiculous like that, where, like, oh, so he's got this thing now. Well, that was- that was established well before, like, but the weird thing is, the more I watch it, the more I'm like, I get why they do this for pacing reasons. Yeah. And I'm- I'm- I just like it the best now. It's, uh, got some of the great quotes that we'll get to them when the time comes, and you people at home, you know the quotes I mean. You know, Prisoner of Azkaban. You uh, know. But anyway. I don't. Yeah, you, you will. Oh, you will. <laughs> I, I- I- let me think. Uh... But here- here's the question. How would we write Harry Potter? Uh, how would we write- the first Harry Potter, because we're gonna have to answer this seven more times. Yeah. Uh, after this, 
Because I know I have an idea how I would do it. All right, I'll I'll, I'll we'll start with yours since you're already jumping right out of the gate. Uh, I think. Yeah. Uh, do you have an idea? I do not. So All right. Go ahead. Uh, my uh, my wizarding world uh, would open up where an owl or some kind of actually it'd probably be more of a pigeon or a seagull, some kind of garbage bird, <laughs> uh, you know, descends upon a garbage truck and delivers a. Uh, a wizard, a uh, Hogwarts letter to a one Ernest P. Whirl. Okay. I can't believe it. I'm a wizard all along. I should have known better. I've been trying to get in that school for years. I studied, I studied, I studied. Finally, I aced the exam. <laughs> I think I'll be going, Rimshot. <laughs> oh, no, the dog. I know, the dog. Uh, Dog's name was Rimjob, I thought. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Peanut butter rim job. Come on, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so he... Pretty much his journey is just a shittier, uh, tacked-together version of how Harry Potter, uh, gets to Hogwarts. Like, he has to run through... What was it? A taxi cab? Um, let's see, I... I'm gonna jump off yours before I even okay. Like, actually, I think we're just gonna focus on yours uh, for a long time because probably I, I think we can work with this. So, Ernest, as uh, I imagine, he's in the first year and he's adult Ernest, obviously. Yeah, it's it's and not the, a kid in Ernest. Yes, yeah, no, and all the kids are kids though. Yeah. Um. So I think that I think that this can work uh, because, like. He stands out a lot yeah. through a lot of these things. Oh yeah, he's gonna stick out like a sore thumb. Like, I, I imagine the, uh, like the reason he's even there to begin with is for tax reasons, like, and it's some kind of outreach program uh, for the development. Uh, I think they, I think they heard what he did with the other troll. Ah. And, because if trolls exist in one universe, they yeah. can, that means that it's possible that there is a Hogwarts in the in the Ernest universe. Well, it's a different troll. It's, it's a North American troll, not the one uh, more common to Europe. Yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly true. <laughs> uh, but closer to Belgium, uh, these trolls are the ones that are... Uh, oh, they were Belgium, weren't they? Uh, they're close. These trolls are closer to Belgium, so Miak is uh, in effect. Yes, Miak could be uh, like that. That troll, uh, the one that was in the Harry Potter movie, that one is the one that's allergic to Miak. But the uh, the Belgium and the Norwegian trolls have been known to uh, crossbreed. Yes, uh, but the, the, it does. Cre- uh, but it does create a kind of a sterile mule type scenario. So, uh, so <laughs> we're, we're making, just making this up. It, don't, there aren't trolls. There are. Hey, you don't know that. I, I don't. So, uh, <laughs> I got very offended. Hey, don't ruin the magic for people. My cousin's a troll. Like, let's be honest here. We, we just established not only a, a world of trolls, but we like got down to the point where they become sterile because of. <laughs> we, we, we got into the, uh, the. Animal classification yeah. groupings, <laughs> like the phylum of the Norwegian, uh, the region, the Nor, the Norwegian warbling troll, uh, and the uh, yellow-bellied uh, sapsucker uh, troll. troll. <laughs> so, 
Um, so yeah, we have that. That is what you get from a Britain. <laughs> <laughs> An entire genealogy of trolls. If Britain was writing Harry Potter, it would be the uh, the encyclopedia instead of an actual book. Like it, it is just an entire guide of world building, seventy uh, percent of which uh, revolves around the species of troll. <laughs> <laughs> so Ernest goes to Ernest goes to Hogwarts year one. Yeah. Um, so uh, I. I want to say that, like, of course he does, you know, earnest stuff where yeah. the... Alright, so, how am I gonna... Let me see if I can describe this in a proper way. Go on. In the Harry Potter books and the movies, there's a certain level of control from McGonagall and yeah. uh, Dumbledore and Snape. Like, you always feel that even though these kids are sneaking out, they have a certain level of... Like, yeah, we know what's going on. We, yeah. We're, we're clearly the authorities here. And even though you kids are sneaking around, like, we're really just going to have to turn a blind eye or yeah. we're just going to, you know, lecture you, you know. Uh, Ernest in it, this movie, like, Dumbledore would be sitting behind his desk with his face blue <laughs> because of, like, some sort of magic accident that got blue goo all over him. I, I, he, here's my take on how Ernest would go through Hogwarts. Uh, he is, you know, despite his enthusiasm, he's full muggle. Yeah. Uh, can't cast a spell uh, for to save his life. But somehow manages, maybe with the help of uh, Ron her, or Hermione, mm -hmm. uh, it manages to fake it. Okay. He's the world that lived. Yeah. So, and... And, you know, through the... He goes through similar adventures that the first Harry Potter does, but... He doesn't solve the puzzles the right way. <laughs> like, he uses his weird gadgets and stuff like that that don't work and kind of break stuff, but it gets him through the puzzle by like, breaking it. Like, he plays Quidditch, but his is a, his is a jet broom. <laughs> and that's how he's like, they're all flying with magic. And he's like, and let's see what we can do with the old World 2000. <laughs> <laughs> like he, it's like a full start, like you know, <laughs> and he, yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it doesn't. It, it, I imagine it doesn't. He doesn't fly. Like it just shoots out of his hands, and uh, and just disables the Slytherin team. And like they all, like they all are, are like they're all horribly injured as as this thing explodes and it's a win by forfeit. I think it's more of. His broom goes. He goes flying into the side of the <laughs> side of the stands on his broom that explodes. He's covered in soot, <laughs> and he opens his mouth, and the snitch is in there. <laughs> <laughs> Ernest caught the snitch. Gryffindor wins. Now I had all of my money on a. On <laughs> Why a is Morgan Freeman there? <laughs> I was trying to go for uh, what was it, uh, Auntie Nedna? Oh, uh <laughs> I was trying to do Auntie Nedna, but it just. So, Ernest P. Worrell ended up winning the game for his friends and fellow classmates. Like, I imagine when they put the sorting hat on him, it's like, Ugh! <laughs> oh, get him out of here! Uh, ooh, ooh, what is that, dog shampoo? It's the cheapest kind! <laughs> uh, just go to Gryffindor and be gone! Ooh, it's hard to do that for <laughs> Ooh, okay. I think I'm better now. Uh... How... I, I'm trying to think of how he would get through the chess puzzle, though. Uh, well, Ron's the chess guy. Well, I, 
I, I know, but like he, you know, Ron's a chess guy, but he'd screw it up somehow. But that would, in a way, that would work. Don't worry, I'll protect the king. And he jumps in front of it just as the as the uh, the sword's getting sliced, and he just gets knocked back and through the door. <laughs> uh, I'll have you know, I was the chess king of, uh, uh, West Point Kindergarten or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Or uh, I've. Every t- I haven't lost a single tournament I en- I entered. No siree, Bob. 65 ties because we couldn't finish the game. <laughs> <laughs> Those are good odds if I do not if I do say so myself. <laughs> and he just gets knocked through the door and he just stumbles down the stairs in front of the mirror. <laughs> now so okay, okay so right. in the movie we have to preface this uh, if you haven't seen this <laughs> one of the big plot points of the movie is that there's this mirror called the mirror of Erised which is just the word desire backwards yeah um, and whatever oh, you I s- didn't know that and whenever you look in the mirror you see uh, the thing that you desire the most and like if Harry Potter in the real one he sees you know his loving family and everything like that Ron sees him as like head boy and like you know with uh, like with a uh, I don't know uh, the, the the cup. Oh yeah, that's right. The, the, cup. the house cup or whatever it was. Yeah, and everything's good for him. And I wonder what Ernest would see. <sighs> oh, that's tough. That is very tough. I I want to remember in that mo- in the movie Dumbledore said the happiest man in the world would look in and just see himself. Yeah. I think Ernest might just see himself. No, I I, I think he's. I think he's he's just a real. I think he's a simple guy. Now this will be the best bologna and cheese sandwich <laughs> on the planet. That looks pretty good, if I do say so myself. Hey, mirror me. Would you mind giving me a bite? Check your pocket. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think it's. I, w- I was thinking something much darker. Oh, what was your? Where, where he looks in the mirror and it's him with like. Just strapped with guns and ammunition as the uh, <laughs> just just king like, of Hogwarts. Just like you know, he looks like he's from uh, Rambo too. Yeah, like it's a he is the leader of a militia force while all the other wizards are like in chains in front of him. Or or he's this um, man at a podium screaming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all in black and white. Yeah. <laughs> Ernest sees this and gets so scared. Yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> well, I don't think I'll be looking at me anymore. Yeah, what's with this mirror? It shows someone their deepest desires. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> he just kind of, he hides. Like the next scene, he's hiding under his blanket. He, he puts the invisible blanket over the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> a problem solved. Done and done. Presto, a change you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want I, I want this to be the theme. I want each movie we do, it's Ernest in year two, Ernest in year three, yeah. Ernest in year four. I'm down with it. Like, and I imagine uh, he defeats, uh, what's his name, the bad uh, wizard. Oh, Quarrel. Quarrel. Uh, in some kind of chase sequence uh, where... Quarrel, like Quarrel is running after him, but it, it runs into the invisible mirror, <laughs> and and shat and it shatters. And then he just boonk, that's it. Like he just knocked out. No, uh, nope. Uh, it's like it's seven years bad luck for a normal mirror. 
Oh, actually, I was thinking of something even even darker, where uh, he gets he shatters the mirror, falls through, the mirror heals itself, and now he's stuck on the other side Ugh. of the mirror. It's like pounding, you know, boom, boom, boom. Then they just kind of wheel it away. You know, he just puts the blanket back up. Yep. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> like, I just imagine that this Dumbledore gets so frustrated. Like, Dumbledore is usually a calm, cool, yeah. collected... Like, he's so frustrated, he throws his hat down. It's like, just pulls out his wand. I, I can do it. I, I've never used an Avatica dog. Oop, I said it. <laughs> I can make him the boy that died. <laughs> just give me... Just McGonagall, bring him in, and leave for a little while. And I imagine as soon as Dumbledore turns his back, um, th this is going to be a little bit of spoiler, but I don't uh, think you really care too much about the intricacies of the Harry Potter I don't. Because you keep asking questions about him. So, uh, one thing to... Oh, and also spoiler alert for the people at home. Mm. Um, if you pay attention, you'll notice... Uh, I didn't this movie, so I didn't notice, but uh, remember I told you about the Elder Wand? Uh, the uh -huh. wand that was like basically forged by death. As yeah, a yeah. legend goes, it's a wand that's un like whoever's, yeah, un whoever's holding it, they cannot lose in a duel, and Dumbledore is such a kick-ass wizard, he beat the guy holding it. Yeah. Uh, Dumbledore has the wand throughout the whole movie series. Oh, he does? Yeah, okay. He, he is in possession of the Elder Wand throughout the whole series. That's awesome. So I imagine that... Uh, like, he turns his back for one second when Ernest is in, you know, he's reprimanding Ernest in his office, and Ernest <laughs> grabs the wand, and mm. now he's the owner of the Elder Wand. He's like, put that down. Oh, I don't know how it works. Put, and, the, put that down. Uh, it won't let me. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> he's, he's bested me in combat, but he can only do, like, it, it enhances everybody's, like, power that, that owns it, but, uh... He can't, so can't really do magic, so it's just making flowers come out <laughs> and like just doing like parlor tricks. Like I imagine, uh, er, the the magic it does is uh, whatever he shine uh, or uh, casts a spell on it, it's a part of whatever is cobbled together into a mechanism he needs. <laughs> like if he if he if he uh, like shoots it at a moose head on the wall, that moose head is going to be a part of the. Uh, the thing he uses it for. Okay, so basically whatever he needs, like, it becomes part of that. Yeah. It's a wand of desire. Like, it's a, it's a wand, well, it's kind of the only way the wand can interpret what Ernest wants. <laughs> <laughs> like, it doesn't really, like, the wand is, you know, the wand chosen, but the wand is also kind of confused. Uh, so, like, also one of the rules is, like, you can't... You can't really just, like, snatch the wand, like, you have to yeah. win it in combat, but I imagine that he, him taking it, like, outsmarted, uh, Dumbledore, and that's, now it's his, and he can't let go, so everyone is trying to beat him to get this wand away because, like, it's lunacy. What yeah. he is, him having a wand is a prescription for disaster. Yeah. And he cannot be beaten with it. He's an unstoppable force, <laughs> but using the wand in the most asinine way possible. Like, like he has, he, it's like he has a nuke, but the way he uses the nuke just, uh, uh you know, makes everyone's shoes untie. <laughs> it's like he has a nuke, but uses it as a sliding board or yeah. something. <laughs> or, or something that, in a way that annoys people. So, like, I imagine Voldemort comes back and is like, I want that wand, and, like, it's- he's instantly defeated by the- the world that lived, because, like, <laughs> it's like, I- I don't know how it works, I'm sorry, Pfft. Ooh. 
Ooh, sorry, and it's just his shoes left, they're smoking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder how Snape would react then. Give that me. is, that is the ultimate interaction. Ernest versus, you know, meeting Snape for like, the- Maybe it's maybe it's Snape who's losing his mind with. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, it would be like Dumbledore. I imagine would somehow incorporate Ernest into his plans. Oh, like, of course. Like he he knows he knows what Ernest is about and how to use him. Snape is driven up a wall. <laughs> Everything like I imagine Snape is the type of guy who has a like magical like ship in a bottle kind of thing yeah and Ernest comes in with this elder wand and it's like it all just collapses and it's like but I enchanted this so it's unbreakable Psh, ooh sorry I didn't know that was unbreakable what is the difference between wolf's bane and dragon spice the flavor <laughs> they are both poisons Mr. Worrell so not the flavor <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should be writing this down. <laughs> uh, oh gosh, him with one of those quill oh, pens. With the quill pens. <laughs> dip, 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 dip. And he's like starts like sucking on it. Like he has a black tongue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps on dipping in. He eventually starts drinking yeah, just drinking the drinking it well. straight from the quill or from Mr. the pen. Mr. Whirl. <laughs> he's got it dripping out of his mouth. He tries to cover it up by putting the, the, the thing down. Yeah. Like, he steals ink from Hermione. <laughs> He's drinking Hermione. No, no, he just refills his uh, ink. <laughs> hey, look over there! <laughs> or he just swaps him. <laughs> she goes to dip her pen. Hey, this isn't my ink. What happened to my ink? Maybe you should be one back to from... And I imagine it, it, like, the distraction's stupid, like... Uh, hey, is that, uh... Is that, uh... Is that Merlin? <laughs> or is that... Is that Chris Angel? Chris... Chris Angel? Chris Angel didn't... <laughs> hey, what happened to mine? Well, maybe you should keep putting crack of it. <laughs> Mr. Worrell. You are being an awful distraction. I'm... One second. He starts getting ink on his... On his, like, hand, because he's trying to wipe his mouth. <laughs> Oh, that was so dark. He's like, what? And now his now his hands are all covered in ink, so he's just trying to wipe his hands on. We're like, for some reason, uh, there's just more ink than he than he's actually drank. <laughs> that is in his mouth, like like the, every time he opens his mouth, it's a deluge <laughs> just running down. It's almost like the uh, from Ernest goes to jail when he's eating the pen. Yeah, but this is. To a, in a degree that's impossible, and I imagine uh, before like Snape, st you know, turns around to reprimand him, like he he turns around, but he's clean, like he cleaned <laughs> himself up, but his mouth is full. Is something wrong, Mister Whirl? He just shakes his head. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. What is in your mouth? Mm -mm, mm -mm. Open your mouth, Mr. Whirl. And then, and then, he, he, gets, and then he, gets, he sneezes. Oh, I was gonna say, he gets right up into his face. Yeah. I said, open your mm. mouth. Klaus is missed. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Klaus is missed. I wonder what got, wonder what got old, uh, old, what got old you, man Snape uh, so you know, mad. You know what? I like that Snape guy. He's all right. <laughs> he, 
if there's one teacher in here that I feel a kismetic kinship with, it would be Mr. Snapeola. <laughs> yep, you, me, and Mr. Snape, we're gonna go places. We are two peas in a pod. Know what I mean? <laughs> This, this works out. This, 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 this is like, I'm almost angry. I know. That this doesn't exist. Like, I live in the universe that we don't have Harry Potter with Ernest P. Worrell. Like, boy, oh boy, I'm going on to Wattpad and I am writing some fan fiction. I, I know, because it would, it would be... There, there is a there is a quiet dignity about the the Harry Potter universe. There, it's a old regal looking building. Yeah, you know, I, you know, everyone's dressed in their uniform. Uh, everyone's kind of you know very formal and polite, unless they're an asshole. Yeah, but but then you add a, a you add a whirl. <laughs> you put Ernest P. Worrell into it into the mix. And, so, and it's almost the perfect setting because I know. of that austerity and the fact that everyone's so prim and proper. It's almost like having the Three Stooges there, you know? Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to focus on the Three Stooges. That no, would... no, we've done that too much. Yeah. I think this is the perfect matchup. Ernest, like, I'm actually excited <laughs> to watch the other yeah, movies. Yeah, I know. To see, to take scenes from those movies and then try to incorporate Ernest P. Worrell into them. And now, here's the big question. What is the shape of his scar? Hmm. Uh... Smiley face? No, I... It's gotta be something that is both, like, ridiculous, but also... Almost subtle. Almost a subtle level yeah. of silly. Hmm. Subtle silly. Silly subtle. Silly subtle. Silly subtle. Uh... In the shape... Of... Pentagram. A boot. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, I, a boots, I was thinking banana. Yeah, a banana. Work. I don't, there's just something stupid about a boot-shaped scar. Like a boot that is like doesn't have its laces in. You know, like yeah. an old boot. It, it's an old boot you you bring up while you're fishing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I can. That's see. That's his scar. And uh, like he if he takes. Uh, it's on his ass. Uh, I was gonna say, hear me out here. Um, Maybe there is no scar. Maybe the thing that is left behind is the hand. Oh, the Dr. Otto hand. Yeah. Oh, man. That would be a difficult thing to incorporate, you know, into it is our earnest theory. Yeah, like, we can't, like, we only do canon earnest stuff. Yeah. We can't do our fan fiction earnests. Like, though it would be kind of, that would explain how Dr. Otto got the hand. And that would explain a lot of things, It actually. would be. <laughs> so, maybe it's canon. Like it would explain, yeah, you know, it maybe like it would it would explain how he can change into these different characters. It, it would change. It's polyjuice potion. We'll get to that in part two. Okay, because uh, that's not something I know. You'll know in part two. I'm sure I will. And you'll realize you'll be like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. This is earnest. Ah, uh, all you Harry Potter fans out there, just know <laughs> we are ruining the thing that you love. That's what. Well. In our defense, we ruined the things we love as well. Yeah. I like Harry Potter. I like the Harry Potter series. This movie is okay. I like it. Uh, I am more than happy to throw an earnest into the mix, oh, though. Oh, yeah. yeah what, is this, what is this juice called again? Well, we'll get to that in the second one. Oh, okay. Well, we'll we gotta save it. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta save right. it at the moment. Uh, Woo! Boy, that, <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna beat yeah, that one. That, that's gonna be that's gonna be a hard thing to, to top. Uh, well, I'm not. I'm determined not to uh, close it in early, but I will 
offer one last uh, maybe topic of conversation. Go on. Because um, we already did uh, how we would write it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's that's fine. That's par for the course. But how would uh, Guillermo del Toro write it? <laughs> no, we're not going to... We're, we're, no, I know. Uh, we're we're going to do... Um, I'm not stalling for time. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not still thinking about Ernest and the hand and Polyjuice Potion and all a bunch of stuff. Well, why don't we just go back to Ernest then? Uh, no. No, we don't want to beat the dead horse. We we got plenty of Ernest we, coming if up. If there is anyone who is known for beating a dead horse, it is us. I know. Uh, but maybe one last little question to kind of, you know, like the What was... Uh, what would happen if you know if we merged the Harry Potter universe with the Terminator universe? Hmm. Like how? Like how? How would the War of Machines uh, fare against the World of Magic? Honestly, I think magic wins. You would think so, but an Avada Kedavra would that even work against a machine? That's true. But then you could just do all right. Uh, Electric shit, you know, blah, blah, blah. I, I guess. Like, I don't know. I guess we haven't determined whether or not electricity would kill a Terminator. That's never been a thing hey, that's been that, explored. That's true. Like, they usually just blow it up or drop it in lava. Like, yeah. you would think that just a taser would do the job. Like, yeah. a taser to the old noggin would. I, uh, yeah. You, you, I didn't, you, you would think that would be a... Uh, they'd have something against that. But you have to think it's a, uh, a chip that is more advanced than the human brain. You would think even the most slightest volt, you know, over-voltage would, would just blow it up. Yeah. Like, if it could be smashed in the extended ed edition yeah. um, of Terminator 2, like, yeah, you could just uh, zap. <laughs> just shuts down. I, I just imagine, uh, like, when uh, John Connor uh, gave him a high five, uh, like some static electricity <laughs> exchanged, and he just falls over. <laughs> and he destroys the car that they just fixed. Yeah, just like it, it, it implodes. Like it implodes around him. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Well, can we can we bring him back? What's wrong with your uncle Bob? He's he's a terrible drunk. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, they they try like quick get get some get some adrenaline. We'll try to get his heart started. Dink. Huh. He bent the needle. What the hell? Yeah, he's uh, he, he works out a lot. Ah, oh, yes, yes. Like, <laughs> that, that's it. They have to get a new chip. They have to go and find a SIM card and put that in there, and it's just... <clears throat> oh, they, they put, like, a lower-grade chip in there. <laughs> why, why do I imagine a scenario where they have it, where they get a Doc Brown-like guy to use modern-day parts to make a brain, uh, a new it's brain? Like, got, like tubes and uh it's either this big thing that's sticking out of his head or it's a thing you know, a big computer that he has to pull on a wagon behind him i imagine that it is just sticking out of his head but he's wearing a he wears a hat like a top hat so when he goes to see miles dyson it's show him what's instead of like taking you know his arm off and like he just takes the hat off what what's now, with the hat don't worry about the hat you want to know show him now listen to me very carefully. Uh, it's kind of hard to with that big bright thing on your head. Uh, that's not supposed to do that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I would run. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Nope, it's fine. Votes <laughs> <laughs> alarm. Like, I'm, I'm wondering why 
his power cells didn't explode when he went into the, uh, the lava. Uh, that's because the power cells were introduced in Terminator 3, and I don't know if that's canon. That's fair. Same thing with part one. Yeah. Like, that'd be a lot funnier if, like, <clears throat> you're Terminator fucker. Yeah. And he wins. Yeah, yeah, because, uh, that- his power cells were- were also pierced in T- you know, T2. Yeah. Uh, when, uh, the <laughs> T-1000, uh, you know- Boy, would that have been a surprise. <laughs> like, yeah, you got the T-1000, but also- John Everyone. <laughs> and it- then here comes the- <laughs> the molten steel down the road. <laughs> yeah, if I- if I recall, in the third movie, it was like a tiny nuke. Yeah. Like... I guess, you know, that really does... <sighs> fuck T3. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't hate it. I know you like the action sequences, but... Uh, you know, the story good. itself is, is dog shit. It's, and it's funny, because I remember when I watched it the first time, uh, when he... It's like, oh, my power cell's cracked, and he throws in and explodes. I'm like, well, I guess I know how they're gonna beat the bad guy. Yeah. And I was like, boy, oh boy, that's not a Chekhov's gun. Yeah, it's a that's Chekhov's a Chekhov flag. <laughs> that's a Chekhov red flag right yeah, there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Like, check off semaphore. It's telling you exactly what's gonna happen. <laughs> it's a check off summons. <laughs> it's like, wow, this is like you're really kind of uh, putting your cards on the table there. Yeah, aren't you're you, kinda, movie? yeah, you're kind of showing us what you're doing. And in this universe, in this like in this one, if his power cell can be cracked, like I imagine during the chase scene when they're like in the fire you know firefighter machine the the fire wagon what the hell yeah, fire uh, truck yeah why couldn't i think of fire truck i don't know it begins with f and ends with uck i love that word um so i imagine he's like running through the glass and the buildings and everything one of them <laughs> hits him just right and it's just destroys the entire city and I, I i also uh like here's the thing if they had made that scene where Hey, you know, a little bit more intense, like, hey, alright, my power cell is cracked and you have to cut me open and perform some surgery on me. And it, it was kind of this almost tense operation. Like, yeah, if like you hit a, the wrong thing, it might... It might explode on him. If they did that, instead of making it just a throwaway, throw it out the window thing... A literal throwaway. Uh, I might, it might have surprised me in the end. Yeah, actually, it would have been, it would have worked on two fronts because it would have been like, you know, my power cell is cracked and blah blah blah, it runs on blah blah blah. Yeah. And, like, they have to, like, pull over. No, they have to do it in a moving, uh, thing, because they're yeah, still running. Yeah, because they're still, yeah, they're being chased. And it's a, it's gotta be the girl because she's, you know, she's a vet. She's, yeah, she's, she's a, I guess, the closest thing to a surgeon they have. So, you know, she's going through and, like, boom boom, and, oh, like, keep it steady, John. Hey, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> The whiny John. Yeah. Uh, and, like, it's like, if you, you know, you gotta be careful, another pierce will, will destroy. It, it will be bad. How, how bad? You will be terminated, he will be terminated, and this town will be terminated. <laughs> and they finally, you know, she gets it out. Alright, got it. And he throws it, and then, you know, then we see the explosion. It's like, wow, that was a, that was a cool sequence. And then when it comes back yeah. at the end, yeah, like you said, you'd be surprised. It would be, oh, shit. Cool! I, that is awesome that they brought that back. Yeah, yeah. Although, more likely, uh, when he does that, I, I imagine it's more like, like, you know, he's trying to hold it back, like, You are terminated! And he pulls out the... <laughs> and it's just in his hand. <laughs> and she just gets free and kills everybody. 
Like his power is separated and he's done. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess that. Yeah, nothing would work. Uh, you know, if its batteries are. <laughs> like he took the batteries out. Like you were. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he, <laughs> like he, the other cell exploded, and his backup cell—it's in his hand. <laughs> like, are you saying that there's a plot hole in Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines? There, I okay. So you might not know this, but there is a tiny gerbil on a wheel. <laughs> that is his last. That is uh, like he doesn't always use it, but every like in this scenario, he does have to wake up the gerbil. That that was actually. Um, <laughs> that that's why he didn't explode in part two because the T one thousand killed the gerbil. Yep, and he just kind of rerouting to power cell. And yeah, rerouted to the you know, I, I think I think uh, John Connor figured it out. Like, all right, I uh, I saw how he gets stabbed through the chest when I was a kid, so I'm gonna take out the power cells, give him the gerbil, and send him on his way. But uh, yeah. I, he, I don't know, the T-1000, I think, narrowly missed the gerbil. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's funny. It, what happened was, when he gets it through, it actually sticks in the gerbil's wheel, so it can't run anymore. <laughs> and that's why he powers down. Yeah, and then it's like... <laughs> and then it just goes, the gerbil climbs into its backup wheel. <laughs> it has two backup power sources. It has a backup power source, yeah. so the backup wheel starts spinning, and... Backup power <laughs> takes it out of his uh, thing, and he's ready to go. Yeah, that's actually a sad because you know he knows he knows about the power cell uh, issue, so he yeah. put the gerbils in instead, and, and that's why they don't explode when uh, he goes into the yeah. into the molten steel. The gerbils just melt. Do, do, do the gerbils melt, or they climb up the chain? <laughs> like they see him going down, they're like, "Screw this noise." As he's doing the thumbs up, it just pfft, just pops out of his thumb and just runs up the chain. <laughs> uh, uh, they try to lower it faster. It's like Sonic the Hedgehog. Now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> like, did gerbils just come out of him? Huh? Huh? <laughs> you know, I'm not going to think about this. There is already too much on my plate as it is. So literally, when John holds up. The Terminator arm and says, "Will this melt?" And the Terminator looks at it. And in the original, the look he gives is a knowing look, as in, "Yes, it's going to melt, and I have to yeah. go in there." But no, we can literally say in this version, the wheels are spinning when he sees this. <laughs> yeah. So that the only, the only question we have now is why didn't the first Terminator's power cell explode? Uh it didn't crack. Well, so I imagine they had. It had the power cells. Mm -hmm. like it, uh, it shorted out with the electricity running through them. And uh, yeah, I don't know why it didn't didn't explode. I imagine it's not gerbil. You know, it's not powered yeah. by gerbils. John Connor put the gerbils in. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe uh, Skynet uses hamsters. Um, I like to think that. Uh, I like to think that the power cells were undamaged. It was just when he gets, you know, when he gets crushed, uh, the chip breaks, and that's what makes him not live anymore. Yeah. But the power cells are protected by that. Uh, doesn't go all the way down. Another inch, and we would be in. We would be in. There would be no LA anymore. Yeah. There would be no John Connor. Yeah. There would be no war. Like it, it, <laughs> So there. So so there's some kind of uh, there's some kind of cushion to protect uh, 
Uh, you know, to protect the, the Terminator in case, in case of crushing. Yeah, you gotta have it. Like, uh, <laughs> it's, it's part of, a. You know, it's it's the only way your Terminator is going to pass inspection. And in Terminator Three, uh, that's the Terminator that kills John Connor. Yeah. And so, um, his wife, she doesn't she doesn't know to take the power cells out, but she knows enough to put a hamster wheel in. <laughs> no, I think she knows to take the power cells out because that's what killed John Connor. <laughs> I like she has to be the one to rewire him and send him back. So yeah. she's like. Power, like, she's like, I don't know, dude, are power cells good or not? I don't know, I, John never talked about power cells, but he always talked about this fucking hamster. <laughs> like, I, I imagine... Or a gerbil. I, I, I imagine he, uh, you know, he takes out the first, you know, John Connor, when reconditioning him, takes out the first power cell, and the second power cell was cracked already, uh, you know, in the ensuing battle to capture the Terminator. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that cracked and it blew up. And there's just a half-charred Terminator left in the building. <laughs> so they're like, oof. So I imagine uh, John John Connor's wife gets like a Brillo pad and and, and scrubs the Terminator. And, oh, we might as well send him back as he's all yeah. he's all muddy, isn't it, he? Yeah, put the gerbils in, regrows the skin, and and, uh, and sends him on his merry way back. Like I imagine she. Like, cause she still sends him with two power cells, so... Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. So she has to like... Well, I guess... Yeah. No, I didn't think of that. I think he, I think he just throttles John. Like, he gets there and he's <laughs> like, Hey, I've seen many of you being enemies before, but I like you now. Well... See, <laughs> like, nerd. <laughs> How does the T3 Terminator kill John Connor, do you think? Uh... I think that's... he shoots him or you think it's more barbaric? I, I think it's a gradual poisoning over time. <laughs> like, like he, I just like I don't want you to say it tastes funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of something different where the the power cell was always cracked and just a little bit slowly over time just irradiates him. <laughs> he inadvertently yeah. kills him. And like, you know, he reprograms them. He's like, they chose me because of your childhood boy. You know, he doesn't mention the fact yeah. that they were getting along quite well until, like, John's hair started falling out. <laughs> In fact, he, he still went back with that same power cell. Yeah, that's why that's why it <laughs> like, cracked so easily. And, you know, had he not thrown it away to blow up, it would have, you know, John would have had the same fate. <laughs> no fate but what you make. Or what I make inadvertently. <laughs> And then the second one is, I think the second one is the one that was dripping. The first yeah. one gets cracked, but the second one he's like, yeah, it's it's running low, it's time. That's why when he pulls it out, still has the gerbil. Yeah. John, John had time to put that in, uh, but then he's able to blow her up. Or, or maybe it's the same Terminator. Like, <clears throat> like uh, Arnold uh, or uh, uh, the T-800 goes into the, 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 molten, uh, the molten steel, but... Whatever he's made of is more durable than that. He's just waiting, and, and he just stays in there. The steel solidifies. They close. The, they end up closing down the plant now because it's destroyed. Yeah, and just you know, all you know, decades later, uh, they dig him back up and send him back. He's like Bender. I imagine. Uh, also, I remember, I remember thinking uh, later on when I was 
maybe my 20s like yeah if the t1000 i don't know if we mentioned this in the t2 podcast but if the t1000 when he gets melted into molten lava if he yeah. just or the molten steel he doesn't die he just, just incorporates yeah it. now he is this giant molten at that point i'm like yep you win there is nothing we can do to fight this yeah guy if that were the case that it's over johnny so on that note Harry Potter. It's a nice little movie. And the Sorcerer's Stone. Nice little movie. It's not for me and for someone my age. But if you have a kid, I can't do worse, can you? It's perfectly fine. It's well-paced. It's enjoyable. It has just enough to keep you going. Just enough good characters. It's just good enough to be a recommendation. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that'll be it. So, uh, take it easy, everybody. Uh, toodaloo. That'll hold a little SOPs.